Welcome to Focus on Success with Fazia Costi. Our program is designed to help you with executive function challenges. Our guest experts offer perspective, experience, and ideas to improve different aspects of your life. Now, here is your host, Fazia Costi. Welcome. This is Fazia Costi, and today I'm going to talk a little bit about gratitude. Um, Thanksgiving is just a couple days away, and here in the United States, we celebrate. Thanksgiving. So I wanted to take some time and really talk about gratitude. Um, We have had an absolutely difficult, difficult is an understatement, difficult year. Um, 2020 and 2021 have been ridiculously difficult um, for people around the planet, not not just here in in the United States, but everywhere. And people have struggled with their jobs. You know, a lot of people work from home had to take care of their young children while they were working. Children were not in school. They were either, you know, doing online learning, which is a struggle for many of my clients, to be quite honest. And a lot of students went back to blended learning, which is in itself a challenge. Um, These are skills that that people need to have in order to do well in them. And so Um, It's been very challenging. And then to top it off, you know, relationships have had added stress uh, put on them. Family life has been, for lack of a better word, stressed. Um, I've heard of quite a few people getting divorced during this time. I don't know if that's good or not good, Um, but it has been a very challenging time. And so I want to talk a little bit about gratitude. And so to help me do that today, I've got uh, my wonderful intern, her name is Taryn Fox, and she is going to talk about some of the things that she is grateful for. I'm going to talk about some of the things that I'm grateful for today. And then at the tail end of our show, we're going to um, give you some clips of a variety of our previous hosts and just people that we felt uh, would be able to add some wonderful um, warmth to this particular um, show. So welcome, Taryn. Hey, Fazia, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. So just so our uh, listeners understand who you are, um, you are my intern and you are currently going where? Going to school at? I am a senior at Auburn University studying English and communications. And yeah, it's been a good And you're getting a, a dual degree? Yeah, I will leave with two bachelors. And that's one in English and one in communications, correct? Yes. All right. Well, that's that's very exciting. So um, what do you plan on doing with your degrees? Um, I have two paths that I'm kind of interested in. The one that I'm leaning towards most and would be most excited to have would be a job in publishing. I just think the process is super fascinating. And I love the idea of being able to help someone produce a work that's like a part of them. Um, And the other one I'm interested in is political speech writing. I just think that's like a really cool thing to do where, you know, somebody is relying on you to do the facts and to figure out kind of what's going on with the public. And I think it's a really nice bridge between politicians and their audiences. Absolutely. So you've got these two wonderful different paths, very different paths that you could follow. Um, And so what made you interested in interning 
for for me and the radio show and the magazine? I looked at what your magazine was about, and it's something that speaks a lot to me. You know, there's a lot of talk about mental health and about development. And, you know, I I struggle with my mental health like, like most people do. And so I think it's a really important thing to spread awareness about and to get professional advice about because nobody really knows how to navigate their own mental like illnesses or their own learning disabilities. It's really important to have somebody to look to or somebody to get advice from or help from. So I just thought the message and all the articles were really interesting and really helpful for people. So I knew that I wanted to work with you or for you so that I could be a part of the process of getting those messages out there. Well, I'm very grateful that you decided to come on board because you've been an absolutely wonderful asset, um, you know, editing the uh, articles that are coming in for the first edition of the magazine. You've done a wonderful job with that and you've helped so much with the marketing of the radio show, as well as the magazine, as well as the coaching business. You've done a phenomenal job with, you know, um, helping us with the uh, audio and, uh, you know, Taryn is a person of many talents. So she's been an absolute wonderful asset. So let's talk a little bit more about um, what are some things that you are grateful for this year? Because it it has been a tough year for you also, hasn't it? Yeah, it definitely has. Um, I'd like to say first off, I'm grateful for you. That was so nice. (laughs) Um, Well, I meant every word. But definitely, I think, you know, talking about COVID and how it's been a hard year, I'm definitely grateful for the opportunity and the privilege I've had to stay on my campus and to be able to return to life almost as normal. I think that that's really important. And especially being my senior year, I'm really grateful that I was able to experience it in person and continue to learn in an environment like that. You know what? That is, um, I'm glad that you recognize that because so many kids are just, floundering. They, they don't know what's best for them. And at least you recognize that you are benefiting from that in-person education. Um, it, it's been a really tough year for kids from kindergarten all the way up into, you know, the higher education. So I, I think that is a wonderful thing that you recognize and hopefully others recognize it as well. What is something else that you're grateful for? I think in this time and, you know, forever, it's really important to be thankful for your family. And and my family is my biggest support system. My sister is my best friend in the entire world. And so I'm really grateful for them, like all that they do for me, all that they do for each other and anything I can do for them. I think it's just wonderful relationships that I have with some of my family members. Yeah, I would definitely agree with you. And I, feel the same. I'm very grateful for my family, especially because this year I lost my aunt and my dad. So it's been a really good, um, it's been really good to be able to fall back on the people that care about me and the people that I care about and and know that they have each other's backs as well. It's, it's a very important, um, family and friends are very important. In fact, I think without them, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be an enjoyable life. So definitely agree with that. What about you? What's something you're grateful for? Well, you know what? I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for Tacey. You know, um, Tacey Trump is my uh, senior executive producer, and she goes above and beyond and really helps me produce a a wonderful uh, radio show. You help me so much with the radio show and the magazine. 
and the coaching business. So I'm really grateful for that. And then, you know, I mean, my list of things is just really long. I, I'm grateful that my business is growing. Um, this is going to be a phenomenal year. 2022 is going to be absolutely amazing because of all the things that I've done to grow my business in 2021. Um, you know, um, one of the things that I'm going through right now is I'm moving from Arizona to Florida. In fact, while you're listening to this, I will be probably somewhere in Louisiana. So I'm really grateful that I have the opportunity to move my business, that my business is all online and that I can live wherever I want. That is a huge, huge thing. Um, and in the process, I've been decluttering and getting rid of things I no longer le- need. And, and so that too has been really empowering and really feels wonderful. Um, yeah. So you're getting ready to move too, aren't you? So what is what is your plan? I moved back in August to come live with some friends. And I will agree that like, you know, I'm very grateful for places that take donations, um, like churches or Goodwill or other thrift stores or even homeless shelters, because I know that for me, I didn't want to throw anything away because it felt super wasteful. But I also didn't have a need for a majority of the things I had collected. And so I'm really grateful for that opportunity as well, because you're right, it is empowering and it is super nice to be able to know that like you've purchased these things and they've done their business for you and now they can move on to someone who needs them more. So my plan for moving is probably to do that again because I really enjoyed that experience. And I have a lot of stuff that isn't useful to me, but could be useful to somebody else. And also, yeah, selling some furniture because I have a lot of furniture. <laughs> well, I would definitely agree with you on that one too. Cause you know, my my neighbors have helped me out so much. Um, especially my next door neighbor, Amy and Brett Standage, who Um, are just absolutely amazing human beings. And, um, you know, without them, I don't know if I would have been able to make the move during this time because um, they helped me pack things up, take things out of my house that I no longer needed. They helped me donate things. So it's, it's been an absolutely wonderful experience having people on board to help me. And, and, and on that note, you know, those donations, those people that, accept those donations, you know, they reuse things that we once loved. And so I'm grateful that they're willing to take that because then our stuff doesn't end up in a dump somewhere. Yeah. It's definitely an amazing thing that those donation centers do. Yeah. So things kind of go around full circle. Like we, we use our items, our furniture, whatever serves us well, but at some point we have to find a new home for them. You can't bring in anything new unless you part ways with the old because, well, I used to tell my kids when they would want to buy stuff, I said, if you keep buying stuff, we're going to end up living in a warehouse and then you won't know what you have because you'll have so much. (laughs) Yeah. So before this Black Friday season this year, (laughs) go donate some stuff. Yeah. Why not? Instead of, you know, buying new, why not go buy something from a, a thrift store or buy something from the veterans, or maybe donate something that you don't need anymore. Uh, Declutter your home and live a simpler life. And I I can tell you that 
I've had to part with a lot of things that I, I truly thought I loved, but they've been out of my house for, you know, a couple of weeks now and I don't miss them. And in fact, my neighbor has even asked me, she goes, if there's anything that you still want that's at our house, we'll give it back. You know, we'll bring it back over. I don't, I don't want it. I don't miss it. It's not something that feeds my soul anymore. So what's something else you're grateful for? You know, a lot of relationships suffer during COVID-19. And I spent the first month of the pandemic 600 miles away from my boyfriend. And that was also our first month of dating. So I'm grateful that my relationship grew from that. And that I have this amazing person that I'm spending my life with and that, you know, someone who's there for me and supports me, even though I cry all the time, <laughs> he's still there for me and is the best person in my life. Aww. I'm really grateful for him and his family who have welcomed me with open arms. Right. That's, that's awesome. And, and that's important to really just embrace the people in your life and, and, and live a happy life. Um, you know, we all have our challenges, but I think we need to focus on the good things that we have. Um, and my mom definitely loves him more than she loves me. So right oh. on, man. <laughs> That's our joke right now. She always tells me that my mom likes him better. Well, I think one of the other things that I'm really grateful for right now is transitions. And it sounds like you are also going through transitions right now. Do you think the whole world is going through a transition? Definitely. I think as we all adjust back to what is considered, you know, normal life, everyone's got to readjust from their pandemic brains. So how would you describe pandemic brain? Don't leave the house, work from home, you know, wear gloves everywhere. And now a lot of places are getting rid of their mask mandates for the vaccinated, which is awesome. You know, stay safe, do what you need to do. Um, and I think that as we're readjusting, it's kind of like getting rid of a fear that we were all holding on to and trying to go back to what life was before we had that fear. Mm -hmm. in, in some ways, it was really difficult for people to stay home and, and not really be able to go out and socialize. And, and I'll be honest, I missed the social aspect of my life quite a bit, but um, it's also been the transition has been life altering in other, in a positive way for some, like for me, it allowed me to put my business fully online. It allowed me to be in a position where I can live anywhere, work from anywhere. Um, so for, for me, it actually was a benefit. Um, even, you know, the, I guess it was, I would call it the silver lining in this, in this difficult situation. Um, but it has changed my life. Like, I don't really go to the grocery store. I have everything delivered now. I, I don't, I don't leave my house unless I want to. It's, it's really become a choice. Um, whereas before I had to get up and go to work, I had to get up and go to my office because that's where my clients showed up. That's where I did my work. That's where I did everything. So it has changed my life quite a bit. Do you think other people, um, feel the same? Do you think that it's, it's impacted other people in a positive way as well? I'm sure it has. I know that for a lot of people um, my age, 
school was a lot easier for them online. And there was less pressure, less schedule, and they work better like that. And so I think for a lot of people, it also helped them realize kind of where they were going and where they wanted to go and a better learning model for themselves, which is super important. Like if you're better at asynchronous learning, then you can take all online classes or you can take more online than in person. But if you're better at synchronous learning, which I am, but I didn't know that, you know, I'm, I grew from that experience and I became a better student and I became a better worker because of that. So I feel like definitely, especially for people my age, you know, it helped them realize a lot about themselves and about their work paths, which is important right now. So let's talk about that a little bit more. You know, you said you've gotten to learn a little bit about yourself and other people are, you know, they've had the opportunity also to learn about themselves. What are some of the things that we should have learned or you feel like maybe we should have learned from this pandemic? What are the the biggest takeaways? For me, the biggest takeaway would be knowing who your real friends are and who's really going to be there to support you. I relied a lot on my family during the pandemic. And I also lost a lot of friends over that time who did not fit the way of life that I was heading towards. And, you know, when you have those separate paths, it really becomes apparent when you're spending, you know, time in that little, what they call like a quote unquote pod, your little COVID pod, and you are only with those people and you can only see those people because you're trying to minimize risk to yourself and others. And when you're in that sort of tight knit group, you learn a lot about those people and they learn a lot about you. And sometimes you learn that you are not meant to be with those people and you part ways. And I think that like that kind of personal growth was important and really challenging. And so I think that that was something that really was a beneficial thing throughout the pandemic. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think it was a very um, beneficial portion of the pandemic. It was something that really shined the light on who people really were. Instead of knowing people on a more shallow level, you got to really see who they were, see what their ambitions were, see who they uh, wanted to be and and realign yourself with people who maybe were a better fit um, and a better, well, basically a better fit in your life. So I, I agree with you completely. Um, do you feel like you've made new friends since the pandemic or is, or is it just pretty much stabilized? I've made new friends coming back to school. So during the pandemic, it was pretty stabilized. I had my little group and that was about it because I wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't leaving the house. And so I didn't really have the opportunity to meet new people. But this semester being back on campus, I've made some of my closest friends. And And do you feel like you know them as well as you got to know your old friends who you're no longer connected with? I almost feel like I know them better because I... You know, I still, I don't do a lot. I'm more of a homebody than a socialite. So, I mean, the pandemic was hard, but, you know, also I got to stay home a lot. So I feel like I know them just as well because we spend a lot more time talking and I see them in class every day. And I think after that experience of COVID and cutting out some of those people, I learned more who I aligned with and started to gravitate towards them. So 
we click faster, we click easier, and we become closer friends. Yeah, I think the same thing happened with me as well. You know, I, as I moved my office to my home, I, I realigned myself with with different people, and and I feel like it's just been a much better fit. And I feel like those individuals support me better, and I support them better. It just seems like a much more cohesive and forward thinking group. Um, I don't know if I've met a whole lot of new people though, since the pandemic, because for me, I'm not in a school, I'm not in a situation where I meet people like that, but it hasn't really affected my business. As far as clients, most of my clients came to me by referral before the pandemic. And now I think I get more just kind of random people that go on to Google and they find me and, and they call me and we, we move forward from there. So it's definitely changed the dynamics of my business, but it sounds like I'm not alone. It sounds like the dynamics of your life have changed. And, and I'm, I'm guessing that probably for a lot of people that's changed. I know that um, for my elderly parents, when my dad was alive, it was very difficult for them to change from being incredibly social to not being social at all. It was very difficult. Um, for me, I am like you called yourself a homebody. I am such an introvert. I'm sure people are shocked that I'm on the radio because I'm such an introvert that it's not that I don't like people. I do. I really like people. I love spending time with people. I love um, helping people, but I'm an introvert in such a way that if I'm at home, um, I don't seek out social interaction. I don't seek it out. I'm perfectly comfortable being by myself. So in my life, if somebody is in my life, it's because they've been the ones um, initiating that interaction because I rarely ever do it. It's, it, takes, it takes a lot of effort for me to, to, to reach out like that. So yeah, it's, it's definitely been al- life altering, life altering, I should say. There's less um, social expectations now which for introverts like us is nice. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You know, the other thing that I've really noticed that that I'm really grateful for is I see people are less judgmental. Mm. You know, they, they see somebody um, that's struggling. They're more likely to help They don't really ask as many questions. They just know that we've all been dealing with a difficult situation. And so they go out of their way to help. And I don't know if you've noticed that at all, but that's something I've really noticed. And I, and I think it's a, it's a fabulous side effect of something that was not so fabulous. Definitely shared experiences of either trauma or just difficult times and like everybody kind of understanding where everybody else is coming from does, I mean, it does hurt the community in so many ways where, you know, people are suffering and that's awful. And my heart goes out to all those families who lost people during covid but the community grows together. And I think that that's something that, you know, should be recognized about our society is that, you know, I'm grateful for the people I've met and the people that have helped me. And I'm grateful that I was able to help other people. I think that it's something special that's come out of a really dark time. I would agree with that. You know, I I would definitely agree with that. So what else are you, are you grateful for in this wonderful time or maybe even if you if you want to talk a little bit about forward thinking like what are some things that you are looking forward to I should say in 2022 
So like I said, I was grateful for my education and I am really looking forward to graduating in May. You know, I've worked worked year round at school and at different jobs. And so to finally put one of those behind me and start working on my career is exciting. I mean, nerve wracking, but exciting. And I'm grateful that I've been able to go to school for four years and that I you know, have certain opportunities open to me in May. Yeah, absolutely. And and it sounds like you have some really fabulous opportunities coming your way. Um, that is something amazing to look forward to. That truly is amazing to look forward to. So um, where do you see yourself? Like, do you have particular jobs that you're looking at right now? I'm looking at a few remote editing jobs right now. Um, since I do plan to stay in my college town for a little bit longer while my boyfriend finishes his degree. Um, So I'm looking at a lot of remote editing jobs and a lot of just like freelance stuff for people who may need it. So that's kind of where I'm at right now, but in the coming, let's let's go ahead and put a little plug in for you. If anyone's looking for an editor, Taryn is absolutely fabulous and you can reach her at hello at executivefunctioncoachaz.com. So feel free to reach out if you're looking for an editor. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that's basically, yeah. That's exciting. So yeah, so what do you plan on doing once you're done, your boyfriend's done with school? Do you plan on staying in that area? What kind of work does he do? So my boyfriend is an engineer And right now he's studying process system improvements and management styles and things like that. So he's really smart. And so we're planning to try and move up north and look for places that are more industrialized than the south. Um, I absolutely adore the south. I think it's so cute and so like the weather is so nice. But the opportunities for both of us lie mostly in the north. So we're looking at like moving to New York and trying to find work up there. Well, that'll be an exciting new chapter. Yeah. Definitely a lot different than growing up in the middle of the farms of Illinois. (laughs) Yeah, definitely different. But you know what? Every every chapter in your life is going to give you new experiences and and new things to be grateful for. And and I think that's that's amazing. What's the number one thing that you are grateful for and looking forward to? Um, well, I'm grateful for my family and I'm really looking forward to moving to and spending time on the beach. Um, if you look on my magazine or on my website, I'll probably have some photos coming soon. Um, I'll probably be posting some of them there. Um, I'm really looking forward to just starting a new chapter in my life, growing my magazine, um, growing the radio show. Uh, and growing my coaching business, uh, I'm adding a new um, service to my coaching business. So that'll be really exciting. Um, so I'm really looking for a lot of changes. There's there's going to be just a lot of changes, but I think they're good changes. And though COVID was so um, difficult to deal with, I think it forced everyone to kind of find where they belong and how they belong, where they belong. That makes sense. And I think it's done that for me. So I'm really looking forward to, you know, really being where I'm meant to be. Like I'm meant to be 
doing all these different things. And not only am I going to be creative and um, having fun and meeting new people, but I get to help people along the way. And that's really exciting. Sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I think moving to Florida is going to be fun. I'm wearing a Florida sweatshirt right now. <laughs> she is. If you can't, you can't <laughs> see her right now, but she is. And I absolutely love the beach and, you know, not growing up near it, you learn to love it more. So I'm sure that you're also equally excited from going from no water ever to just constant, unpredictable rain in the ocean. You know, I've thought quite a bit about that. And I, I love Arizona. I've lived here for 37 years. I absolutely love it. I have nothing against the state. I, I absolutely think it's a fabulous state. You know, you've got Sedona, you've got the Grand Canyon, you've got, you know, Sierra Vista, which is absolutely spectacular down south by the border. And you've got, you know, Phoenix and Scottsdale. I mean, it's a beautiful state, not not just one area, but like all around. It's just has so much to offer. Um, but I think I'm ready to start a new chapter in my life. And, and I think, I think, uh, being by the water will be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to learning how to sail. I've done a little sailing, but I'm looking to really learn how to do it. And, um, I'm excited to live close to the beach and I'm excited about, you know, all the things that that new lifestyle is going to offer me. I will say one advice from a Southerner, buy a pair of rain boots. You know, you want to hear a funny little story. My daughter loves rain boots. My older daughter loves rain boots. And we live in Arizona. <laughs> so every year she'd buy a pair of rain boots, just hoping that she can wear them. <laughs> and I, she'd only get to wear them during monsoon season, like just for a couple of weeks. And that was it. I owned snow boots and I came down to the South and I was like, well, these are useless. Don't need snow boots anymore. And then I got caught multiple times wearing Birkenstocks in pouring rain. And so I called my mom and I was like, I don't know how to predict Southern weather. Like, I don't know what's going on. It just rains all the time. She bought me a really nice pair of rain boots and I wear them constantly now. It was the one good investment I've made was I got two new raincoats and I got a pair of rain boots. Well, I have to tell you, I wear pretty much flip-flops everywhere, like like nice flip-flops, but they're still flip-flops. And I'm not really sure how, that's my biggest dilemma, is how I'm going to deal with clothes in a very wet climate, whereas right now, shorts and t-shirts are what I wear all year round. I mean, in Arizona right now, I, I think yesterday, it was in the 80s. And it's, you know, mid-November, so it's definitely a warm place. Yeah, I am grateful for the humidity in the South. As much as it drives me crazy, it hydrates your skin like nowhere else. I went to Las Vegas for my 21st birthday a few months ago, and my skin was so dry. I came back to the South, and I was like, thank you. I love it here. <laughs> so very grateful for the humidity and what it does for my skin. Well, you know, I, I would agree with you. I, every time I've been in humid weather, I've loved it. And everyone says to me, oh, it's very humid there. I'm like, I, I know because we're going to be right by the beach. I know it's humid there, but I think I'm going to enjoy it. I think I'm going to really appreciate the fact that um, my hair will not be brittle and dry and my skin will feel a little bit better. So I definitely am grateful for that. And I'm really looking forward to all these changes. And it sounds like you have some wonderful changes 
to look forward to also. So, um, yeah, but I, I, I'm really just grateful for you and Tacey and, and, and I want to plug for, um, uh, Matt, our producer, he's, he's pretty fabulous also. Um, I just think that everyone that helps me with this radio show, the magazine, um, all the people that have written for the magazine are just absolutely wonderful human beings. And I, I want to just say thank you to every single one of you for trusting me and for believing in me. Um, I really do appreciate that very, very much. Um, yeah. So we have a couple minutes left before we play uh, everyone else's little gratitude reel. Um, is there anything that you'd like to say before we end this portion? Yeah, I would also like to say thank you for everyone who's written for the magazine. You know, a lot of times it's hard to get into the industry of editing or, you know, people can be, you know, harsh about your work. But everyone that's written for the magazine has been absolutely amazing writers, first of all. And second of all, just the kindest human beings as we go back and forth discussing edits and formatting and things like that. They have shown me nothing but respect and kindness. So thank you all for that. Uh, I've really appreciated it. And it's made me excited to start my career and see the good in people. And I've also really loved reading all of your articles. You know, go subscribe to the magazine, executivefunctioncoachaz.com. I, the, the articles are good and you will not be disappointed. There's a lot of good information in there. Yeah, thank you for that. And, you know, I would not expect any less from them. They're all truly, like you said, wonderful human beings. So I, I really appreciate that. Um, and, you know, if you are interested in um, reaching out to Taryn for editing, uh, go to hello at executivefunctioncoachaz.com. Uh, she'd be happy to help you out with any kind of editing jobs. If you're looking to get in touch with me, um, you can go ahead and call me for a free consultation. My phone number is 480-648-1122. You can also go to my website, executivefunctioncoachaz.com. And on my website, you can see testimonials. You can see um, you have access to the radio show, the podcast, as well as you can subscribe to um, the upcoming magazine, Executive Function Coach. No, it's Executive Function Magazine. And when you uh, subscribe, make sure you go back into your email and click on the button that they ask you to click on so that we can make sure that you get a copy. Um, and yeah, and so um, I, I really just am grateful for all my listeners I really appreciate each and every one of you. And if you are enjoying our show, uh, we would love to hear from you. You can email me at, at Fazia at executive function coach um, You can also call in and um, ask questions during our live shows. You can send me your questions. Feel free to send me any questions you might have. And I would be happy uh, to read them on the air and, you know, uh, have a conversation going there. So thank you so much for listening. I'm very grateful for every single person listening today. And I'm grateful for everybody for um, everything that you do for each other. It's, it's absolutely wonderful to live in a world where we help each other out. So thank you so much, Taryn. And Fazio, we are all grateful for you and all that you do for everyone around you. And you are very sweet. Thank you. And um, 
we'll see you next time. Take care. Hi, my name is Scott, and I feel very lucky to be able to have the convenience of just going into a grocery store, and there's just like hundreds of items that are, you just pick out what you want, check out, and you have some great food. It's, um, there are millions and millions of people in the world who have to walk uh, long distances, um, well, physical exertion in order to just be able to get enough water to drink. And so it's very sad. There's a millions and millions of people that don't have enough to eat. And so I feel very fortunate that I, it's so convenient to be able to just walk into a grocery store and buy what I need. Yeah, there's just some, there's just a certain feeling, a satisfying feeling of just eating a full meal. And it's just very satisfying. Um, just eating great food and, uh, and it just feels good. And it's sad that there's so many people that, um, go hungry or starving across the world. So, yep, I feel very, very, very fortunate, very lucky. Hi, my name is Emily Horteris. Happy holidays, everybody. I'm a, currently a third year medical student in California. And this year, uh, I've been incredibly grateful for the knowledge that I've gained in school, an opportunity to learn. Uh, and now that I'm out on my third year rotations in the hospital and in clinic, I'm specifically grateful for the opportunity to help people both mentally and physically. I'm also grateful for my beautiful friends and family, the opportunity to smile at people in public again. Woohoo! I'm grateful that libraries are open and I can read books again. I'm grateful that Disneyland's open and I can eat Mickey Mouse shaped ice cream bars. And I'm also grateful for the shaken brown sugar oatmeal espresso from Starbucks. I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season. Thank you. Hi, my name's Brenda, and I wanted to share just a little bit about what I'm thankful for this year. Um, in addition to family and great friends and support, um, this year has brought us some really interesting challenges, and I'm grateful for the growth that has come from having the challenges and from having need. In particular, I have a daughter who has struggled with some learning issues, and we just finally started to find some solutions this year. In that need, I found neuroplasticity programs and we gave it a try. I knew nothing about it. And what's amazing is it has helped her. It has helped her be able to do math in her head, which she wasn't able to do before um, and read an analog clock and things like that. Um, things that are really critical for her development as she grows up. And what's even better is as we started um, seeing results with her, um, we came up into another opportunity to do neuroplasticity exercises as a family. And so we have been doing that and we've been seeing improvement, not just with her, but also with my husband and everyone who's doing it. So um, we've seen some really tremendous growth and it all came because we had a need and we were searching for solutions. So even though, you know, the pain of having a challenge is not pleasant. So many times something really beautiful and wonderful can come from it, especially if we keep searching and giving things a try that we maybe wouldn't have considered otherwise. I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Thanks. Hi, I'm Dr. Drayvon James. I am a life coach 
and a inspirational speaker. And I am super excited for the opportunity to talk about gratitude, which is something that I have been practicing my entire life. And what I am most grateful for is that as I evolve as a, as a woman, as a coach, as a human, I've come to understand the purpose of gratitude in my life. And I'm super excited to share that um, gratitude with everyone. I now know that gratitude is like light. I'm grateful for this understanding because I realize that it helps me to be grateful for where I've been. And the more grateful I am for that experience, the more it shines light on the pathway that's leading to my greatest desires. You see, my gratitude, it's what stimulates my creativity. It moves me out of stagnation and it gives me a clear pathway towards the direction in which I should go for my ultimate happiness, my health, my wealth, and my relationships. So if I had to say the thing that I am most grateful for is that I have evolved to a deeper understanding of gratitude and I am now more committed to the practice of gratitude every day. I know that it's impactful. I know that gratitude is attached to my feelings. I do what I call an active gratitude practice. I'm grateful for that practice, which allows me to get happy and in, 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 into my feelings, the gratitude to be more about my feelings than it is about my head, right? To become part of my being, to light up my entire self with gratitude. I tell you, it is transformative. And that is what I am most grateful for. Again, I'm Dr. Drayvon James. I coach uh, leadership skills, which can be transferable into all parts of our life. And gratitude is a huge part of leadership skills. Being grateful for where you've been is essential for establishing a pathway to where you want to go. Hi, I'm Patty Hewlett. I'm a visionary life coach with Sun Blossom Transformations. November is my birthday month. And sometimes as a child, especially when Thanksgiving showed up on my birthday, I thought the whole world was celebrating with me. Just a wonderful feeling of love and goodness surrounding me. As I matured, I've been grateful that I don't count the number of years older that I am, especially now, but I'm able to count all the blessings, all the good things, and tally those that makes me feel so good and my heart just warms up. Some of my memories are, are from a childhood are what I want to share with you. The happy things of camping and hiking and being outdoors. And even though it rained and it was cold and maybe snowed and whatever, but to get to feel the, the freshness of the air and to see the beautiful colors and the and how the sunrise and the sunsets would look at different places at different times of the year. And just, even when I go fishing with my dad, I never caught anything. He seldom caught anything. But it was just being outside and being able to read a good book and smell those pine trees. Those are happy, happy memories that I have. Right now, I'm also grateful for my health, my stamina, 
My ability to enjoy exercising, even though it hurts, is still enjoy it. Walking every morning with a friend as we enjoy the fresh air and just let our worries go as we enjoy each other and appreciate each other out in nature and just being in each other's company. Today, I was grateful for laughter, just the ability to laugh and just feel my belly just shake and just my whole body could feel happy. It made a big difference. I'm grateful for having choices that I can choose and make the decision of what I want to do with my life now that I'm retired. I'm grateful that I can provide service. I work with 10 and 11 year old girls as they set goals and strive to achieve them. And we have so much fun together. It is a blast. I'm grateful for the career I've had, the experiences I was able to enjoy, writing a book, and teaching children for all those years as an elementary school librarian. I loved literature. I still love to read a good book, but they're more, they're not quite all young adult books now <laughs> and picture books, but still I remember the joy of sharing those with families and, and I still find times to share some books with people around me. Um, one of the highlights I wanna share about working was when I was able to get grants to put a butterfly garden just outside our property of the school on the city property. And that brought nature closer to our children and they were able to go release their butterflies there and their, all their little bugs and stuff that they studied at each grade level. And of course, sometimes a bird would come along and swallow up their butterfly, but that was life, that was nature. And we just all learned and grew, and but we enjoyed being there together and having a club that we tried to keep the, the butterfly garden kept up and nice. And then later, I brought nature into my library. Yes, it was my classroom, but I had all kindergarten through sixth grade, and they loved having a hydroponic garden where they could see different fruits and, well, not fruits, but vegetables grow. And, and we could enjoy the salads and stuff like that that we had along the way. Yes, I enjoy having a garden here at home and having fresh, oh, peppers. This is the biggest pepper plant we've ever had and the most peppers, and we're still getting peppers. Even though it's November, we're still getting peppers. I love being with my grandchildren, playing games, laughing, trying things out, figuring out how they think. <laughs> and then when they have to explain things to me, like with some of their games, and my grandson just loves playing those, and all the kingdoms and all the, the, the animals can morph into this, or they morph into the third level, or sometimes they morph even more than that, and they've got different names, and trying to keep them all straight. And then when we get played with styrofoam box, that when we got a lamp and we took that styrofoam and we played with it, we created a game that day that he took home, and he did it at home. And then when he came back to my house, he wanted to play it some more. Just love the creativity that they have. And so I have gratitude in my heart. I enjoy life more. Uh, even when disappointments happen or negative thoughts come, I'm able to turn them around faster. And so today, from my grateful heart to yours, I want to say, count your blessings. Happy Thanksgiving! Hi, Falzia. I am Tacey Trump, 
Senior Executive Producer with Voice America and World Talk Radio Networks, and of your wonderful show, Focus on Success. I am thankful and grateful for our relationship and for the progress that you are making in helping lives expand and be more empowered around the world. I love the virtual family that we have created and all of the relationships between you and your guests and listeners. This year has been challenging at times, but rewarding at other times. And I am thankful for all the lessons learned. Being grateful for every day to wake up healthy and happy and being a perpetual student of life is a gift. So I thank you so much for all of your fantastic topics that uplift listeners and all of us and see many more bright things to come before the year's end. I thank you for making the world a smaller, more intelligent, and more compassionate place, along with all of my wonderful hosts, as you truly make a difference in the world. So thank you, and I hope that everyone has a very nice Thanksgiving and remembers that we are all one. So we're all here to help each other, and Fazia is a great example of this as the host of Focus on Success. Thank you for being part of this wonderful extended family. I'm grateful. So thank you so much for listening today. We wish you a happy holiday, happy Thanksgiving, and look forward to your listening to our future shows. If you are struggling with organization, time management, or other executive functions, Fazia Costi is ready to put you on the path to success. Visit executivefunctioncoachaz.com. Fazia works with in-person clients at her Phoenix, Arizona office or with clients anywhere across the country remotely. Mention that you heard this ad from the Focus on Success radio show and receive a free initial consultation with Fazia, plus $50 off an intake evaluation, a $300 value. Visit executivefunctioncoachaz.com or call 480-648-1122. Thank you for tuning in to Focus on Success. Please join your host, Fazia Costi, for another program next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again, have a great week. <music>